0: The Truth in Love Ministry is pleased to present Truth in Love Radio with former Muslim and now Christian pastor, Sharam Hadian. Sharam is from Iran and is now a proud U.S. citizen living in Washington State. In addition to being a pastor and conference speaker, he is also the host of the weekly television program, Till TV. And now, here is your host, Sharam Hadian. Well, thank you for joining us today on Truth and Love Radio with Pastor Sharam Hadian. Folks, we're going to pick up where we left off on our last shows. Uh, We are in part four, part four of this message, uh, these shows that I'm calling the Obama-Clinton Gate Scandal, what I believe to be the largest uh, and and most uh, corrupt scandal in the history of our nation, especially as it relates to... Uh, all the way up to the president, the former president of the United States. Um, folks, on the last shows, we have gone through a lot of material. I encourage you to go back if you have not had a chance to listen to part one, two, three. Listen to those. We first of all established, and I established for you a biblical uh, foundation of why we are in the place that we are in in America. Why is our nation? Why is our justice system so corrupted? So lawless where we, it, it appears that we cannot establish just justice and righteousness. I went through Isaiah 59, verse 1 through 10, 12 through 16. I encourage you to look at that again. When the judgment of God was upon the nation because the nation had rejected God. The nation had rejected God and there, there was... Blood on the hands of the nations. Um, verse three said, your hands are defiled with blood, your fingers with iniquity, your lips have spoken falsehood, your tongues, your tongue mutters wickedness. No one sues righteously. No one pleads honestly. They trust in confusion and speak lies. They conceive mischief and bring forth iniquity. Folks, I believe that this is what has been happening. And I believe that, that we have come out of, again, as I've said time and time again on the show, the most corrupt administration in the history of this nation, the most illegal administration in the history of this nation. And uh, I think this Obama Clinton gate makes Watergate uh, look like child's play, look like nothing compared to what is happening. And we are just beginning to scratch the surface. So while this is part four uh, and we may uh, move on to other topics, uh, we're going to come back to this because this is not over yet. In fact, Since my last recording of part three, there's been some new information that's come out that I wanted to cover. I was going to kick back in and cover the rest of the uh, Devin Nunez memo, which, by the way, I have linked for you on the notes page. So if you go to the notes page, you can actually read the entire memo, the House Intel memo. I've also linked for you the Grassley Graham memo that came out of the Senate side on the uh, FISA warrant, the the uh, corruption that occurred there, the illeg- illegality where that were uh, false information. Uh, uh, predominantly, the dossier was presented before the secret court, uh, and warrants were were uh, achieved to be able to spy on President Trump's uh, associate Carter Page, and now there is some word coming out that potentially. Uh, Steve Bannon was caught up in some of that um, surveillance because of probably conversations with Carter Page. Remember, anybody that Carter Page had contact with, they were surveilling. And this occurred starting October of 2016 while the election was was uh, was still ongoing. And it continued uh, into President Trump's administration because they uh, renewed the FISA warrant three additional times after the initial uh, warrant was issued in October of 2016 using this unverified fraudulent dossier, the, the Christopher Steele dossier that we've talked about. So I was going to go in that direction uh, and cover more of that, but I, I think that we'll be able to encapsulate the overarching aspect of what's going on. But I want to bring bring to you some breaking news. Uh, you may have been paying attention if you're watching, uh, well, basically any of the conservative media because... The, uh, the 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 lamestream leftist media, uh, the CNNs and the MSNBCs and the New York Times and, New- and the Washington Times, and they're not going to cover this story. Um, I I said to you that I believe that this scandal goes all the way up to Obama. There's no way that he was not aware and, and involved in the decision making, um, even including uh, getting a FISA warrant illegally. Uh, as we have said, here's the premise. This is the, uh, the overarching premise of basically what happened. And and I, and I have a quote for you in our notes page again from Joe, uh, who's a former U S attorney who spoke on and gave an overarching, I guess, explanation that I think is very good. So here's the backstory. Basically, the Obama administration weaponized the FBI and the department of justice. They conspired with the Democrat party and specifically Hillary Clinton's campaign to exonerate her of every violation of the espionage act for the handling or the mishandling, uh, gross negligent mishandling, uh, of classified information. Only God knows only the Lord knows what damage that did. Uh, This is not including other scandals that are going on. For example, the covering up of the Clinton Foundation, the covering up of the Uranium One deal. Interesting that there was a plane crash in Russia this past week. 71 people were killed. And from what I read, and I have to verify this, so I'm saying it, take it with a grain of salt. Apparently, there were some individuals on that plane that were connected to Uranium One, to to that company. So, bizarre, bizarre, bizarre. Um, Again, only the Lord knows. Only the Lord can expose. And we have to continue to pray. For a nation that does not have justice and righteousness, for a nation that has webbed itself with such a deceit, um, as verse 7 of Isaiah 59 said, their feet run to evil, they hasten to shed innocent blood. Their thoughts are thoughts of iniquity, devastation, and destruction, Are their highways? They do not know the way of peace, and there is no justice in their tracks. They have made their paths crooked. Whoever treads on them does not know peace. We ask the question during these radio shows: Are we going to ever see justice? I've read a lot of uh, uh, sort of commentary from people out there who who are the average folks, the average citizens, who are saying, "Okay, so this stuff is being exposed. Now what?" Is anything going to happen? Where is Jeff Sessions in the Justice Department? Is the Justice Department investigating? How can the Justice Department investigate itself? That's why numerous members of Congress now are calling for a second special um, uh, um, uh, prosecutor to be put into place uh, to investigate the corruption at the highest levels of the FBI and DOJ. So let me go back and recapsulate or encapsulate what, what uh, Joe DiGenova was saying. Once again, the weaponizing of the FBI and DOJ by the Obama administration, and we know they weaponized other agencies like the IRS that came after conservative groups. We know they lied about Benghazi, Fast and Furious. So there's so many, so many different corruptions. But they weaponized and they conspired with the Democrat Party and the Hillary Clinton campaign to exonerate her, of the violations of the Espionage Act, then in the course of trying to prevent Donald Trump from becoming president, they couldn't beat him, so they they decide we need to have a backup plan to frame him for the non-existent crime of collusion with Russia. Because through the uh, Nunez memo, through the Grassley and Graham memo, we now know the real collusion happened from Hillary Clinton with the Russians. That's the irony of this entire thing. That's the real collusion. Hillary Clinton, the DNC, paying at least $9 million to Fusion GPS to hire Christopher Steele to go over to Russia to meet with Russian operatives, quote unquote, come up with false information, which they knew was unfair, unverified, put that in a dossier, shop that around to the media. Uh, the FBI, once they found out Christopher Steele was shopping that around, uh, cut ties off with him, but up to that point, the FBI was working with him. Then the FBI, based on the testimony of Andrew McCabe, who was the deputy director of the FBI, who had, by the way, signed off on one of those FISA warrants before the FISA court, um, they go and and they say that the bulk of their evidence to the FISA court was this dossier. And so they uh get a FISA warrant then they begin to 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 spy on uh Carter Page who was a, who was a member a a although by some accounts a a very distant member of the of the Trump campaign team and from that i believe and others believe that this is where they got information on Michael Flynn general Michael Flynn and th- a report came out just this past week that potentially folks The DOJ overruled the FBI because the FBI initially said when they contacted Michael Flynn after Trump was inaugurated that he did not lie to them about his contacts with uh, the Russian ambassador, which, by the way, happened during the transition team. So there was nothing criminal or illegal about what he did. The issue was the claim that he lied to the FBI. That's what he pled guilty for. He pled guilty to lying to the FBI. There was no illegality in what he did because this was transition. They were in the transition team. That's when he had contact with the Russian ambassador and the FBI. The report is now saying initially said, hey, Flynn didn't lie. But the Department of Justice under who under. um, Well. Sally Yates became acting uh, director of the Department of Justice, but we know it was Loretta Lynch, right? So Loretta Lynch, before the inauguration, the transition ended, and before Trump became president, and then after that, acting director Sally Yates, we'll talk about her, they're the ones who apparently overrode, according to this report, the FBI, uh and and wanted to go after Flint. Now, apparently there was the thing that Flynn lied to the vice president or misled the vice president. And that's ultimately why Trump fired him. And I think that was a knee jerk reaction by Trump personally. It was a huge mistake because that opened the door for HR McMaster, who we've talked about, who I believe is a deep state operative. He has changed the entire narrative on the whole Islamic infiltration on dealing with the Islamic threat. um, And, 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 to date, I believe it is Trump's worst hire to date. So on this program, where we are going to be supportive of the president, of President Trump will be supportive. But where we should be critical, I'll be critical. Because he either got bad advice uh, or, or, or bad decision making. So let's go to the revelation. Okay, so that's the overarching. Now, what is the new revelation? New revelation comes out. Senator Chuck Grassley and Senator Graham release a email and uh, what they call an, quote, unusual email sent by Susan Rice. Who is Susan Rice? Well, Susan Rice is the uh, former um, National Security Advisor. Okay, so you got that. She's the former National Security Advisor to President Obama. All right. So. Susan Rice, on January 20th, 2017, the day of the inauguration, right? So so while at the Capitol, the inauguration's happening, she's back at the, I guess, at the White House or wherever her desk is, and she's writing herself an email. And in the email, she's referencing a January 5th, 2017 meeting. That January 5th, 2017 meeting included at the White House, President Obama, Vice President Joe Biden, Susan Rice, FBI, back then, FBI Director James Comey, and back then, Deputy Attorney General Sally Yates, because remember, Loretta Lynch was still Attorney General, and we don't know who else, that's according to the email who was there. And here's what she writes in this email. So now think about this. You had a meeting January 5th, two weeks later on the, on the day of the inauguration, as you're about to get kicked out and lose your job because a new administration is coming in, you write an email to yourself about a meeting. Now I've, I know people who've said, look, they have a meeting and in order to keep recollection of the meeting, they write an email to themselves after the meeting. Okay. I get that. But two weeks later, on the day of the inauguration, when a new incoming president. And here's, listen, it's not just a fact that she wrote herself an email. Let's see what it says in it. According to Senators Grassley and Graham, who released this, and have they have many in, uh, questions for her, uh, quote, this is what she said. She wrote, quote, President Obama began the conversation, this is talking about this January 5th meeting, by stressing his continued commitment to ensuring that every aspect of this issue, Now, what issue, right, folks, what is the issue? Russia, right, the Russia, supposed Russia meddling in the elections. So every aspect of this issue is handled by the intelligence and law enforcement communities, quote, by the book. The president stressed that he is not asking about initiating or instructing anything from a law enforcement perspective he reiterated that our law enforcement team needs to proceed as it normally would by the book. Mm, Okay, but here is where it gets weirder. She goes on to say that, quote, he wants to be sure that as we engage with the incoming team, the Trump team, we are mindful to ascertain if there is any reason that we cannot share information as it relates to Russia. Let me read that one more time. So again, big powwow at the White House, two weeks before the transition finishes and a new president comes in. In that meeting, they're discussing they're discussing Russia, the Russia collusion or interference. I would bet every dollar I have that they're discussing the dossier. I would bet every dollar that I have and we don't know the facts yet. That's why Senator Grassley and Senator Lindsey Graham uh, are are asking her to answer these pointed questions, which we'll cover a couple if we have a if we have time. But I would bet every dollar that I have and I'm not a betting person. and, And as a believer, let's not bet money. Right. That's gambling. I'm using it as a as a phraseology. Right. As a euphemism, folks, I'm not condoning gambling. Please know. Know that. But. I would willing to put everything of my reputation on the fact, my instincts, my gut. I believe the discernment of the Holy Spirit is telling me that there's no way that they did not discuss the the, the Russia collusion. They did not discuss the the dossier. They did not discuss the FISA warrants. There's no way because remember we know from the the Devin Nunez memo and the Grassley uh, Graham memo that. James Comey signed off on the FISA warrant three times. Andrew McCabe si- signed off on the FISA warrant once. That's on the FBI side. We know on the D- Department of Justice side that uh, uh, Sally Yates signed off on signed off on those warrants. So you have people in this room who went before a FISA court and signed off on those warrants. And you're telling me none of that is discussed? Now, by the way, by the way. Do you remember this clip that we played? Let me play this clip for you. you remember this clip that we played of President Obama during the campaign saying that there's no way, shape, or form does he interfere? Listen to this. I do not talk to the Attorney General about pending investigations. I do not talk to FBI directors about uh, pending investigations. uh, We have a strict line. Uh, and always have maintained it, previous so, presidents. Ju- just to button this up. You, I guarantee it. You. I guarantee that there is no political influence in any investigation conducted by the Justice Department or the FBI, not just in this case, but in any case. And she will be Full cr- stop, period. Full stop, period, as he says. Really, Mr. Obama? Well, we know, we now know that you were lying. We now know that you were briefed. We now know that you were in the loop. We now know that you're having meetings at the at the White House with the head of the FBI, with your national security advisor, with uh, the deputy attorney general uh, about the Russia interference. Well, there's no way you're going to be talking about Russia interference if you're not talking about the dossier, if you're not talking about. Um, the FISA warrant you knew don't tell me that you didn't know that you were spying on the Trump campaign when again when Donald Trump comes in and says in February of 2017 and uh, they wiretapped Trump Tower and the media went apoplectic and they made so much fun of him and the reality was church. It was true. It was absolutely true that they were wiretapping, that they were surveilling, and they had continued, and, and it continued. Think about this: the intelligence community was continuing to spy on a, a, a incoming the the, the the president of the United States with an illegal warrant, a warrant that was based on an unverified document that the FBI knew, the Department of Justice knew when they. Uh, raised her hand and swore before a FISA court that this is accurate information. They lied because they knew that it was unverified. And in fact, here's the weird thing. January 5th, after this meeting happens at the White House, on January 6th, James Comey goes over the Trump Tower in New York, meets with the incoming president, President Trump, or at that time he was President-elect Trump, and says to him, Mr. President or Mr. Incoming President, you are not under investigation. In fact, he tells him about the dossier and he says the dossier, quote, is unverified and salacious. Well, unverified and salacious, James Comey, you were lying through your teeth because you knew you knew that that's what you had used was the bulk. Again, according to Andrew McCabe's testimony, who is now out at the FBI, he he uh, abruptly resigned a couple of weeks ago, that. That was the bulk of the uh, the evidence, quote, unquote, evidence that you presented to this FISA court to get this warrant four times, folks, four times, not once, not twice, not three times, but four different times. So Susan Rice, why is she writing this email and why is why is in this email? Um, uh why is there conversation about? Well, we got to be careful what information we share with the incoming president. How do you not share all the information with the incoming president if he was not under investigation? Then, according to Comey, then why are you not sharing everything about Russia? Did they tell Donald Trump that he was being surveilled? Did they tell Donald Trump that Carter Page was being surveilled? Did they tell Donald Trump that um, that uh, they were they were potentially? Uh, uh, spying on him or people part of the campaign team? Did they tell him about what was going on with with, with uh, Michael Flynn? That they got again. Remember, more than likely, the the information that came from uh, about Michael Flynn, because they had these conversations that they had listened to with him and the Russian ambassador, more than likely came from the surveillance of Carter Page, because they had the authority, according to the FISA Court which is unconstitutional, violation of the Fourth Amendment, they had the authority to spy on anybody that Carter Page had contact with, anybody. And that's why we're now finding out that it could have been Steve Bannon. It more likely was Michael Flynn. It could have been others. And you're telling me that this meeting that happened January 5th at the White House, Obama didn't know anything? That he's not interfering as he as he claimed to Chris Wallace. Oh, how about the fact that we know from Peter Struck, the FBI agent, and Lisa Page, his mistress at the FBI that I covered on the on the previous shows. How, how about we know that Page wrote to Strzok on September 2nd, 2016, in a, in, a, in a text and said, quote, POTUS wants to know everything we're doing. The, the Obama wanted to know everything they were doing in regards to both the Hillary Clinton investigation, which they exonerated her uh, when there was a mountain of evidence and you and I would have been in prison 10 times over and and um, in regards to the um, so-called collusion story. So we know from struck that they were briefing Obama. Now we know from Susan Rice that she was in a senior high level meeting with Obama and Biden uh, in the White House. In that conversation, we know that they discuss things that they're not going to share with the Trump team. With the incoming president, they're not going to share certain things with him. They withhold. One more piece of information. A week after that January 5th meeting, on January 12th, Obama signs an unprecedented executive order Where he then allows the sharing of classified information, instead of it remaining in three agencies, that is the NSA, the Department of Justice, and the FBI, it now gets sent to 16 agencies. They allow 16 agencies to share classified information, which is why, more than likely, we saw leak after leak after, remember, illegal, these are unlawful leaks after leak after leak after leak because of the fact that now all of these agencies are sharing information so they were weaponizing the deep state they were weaponizing the intelligence community because their goal was what we we have to stop trump we got to get him out of office we got to do whatever we can to concoct evidence on him and folks after a year a plus of investigation a year and a half Nothing has stuck to the president, to President Trump, because there was no collusion by him. We know the collusion was from who? Hillary Clinton. So Hillary Clinton should be in jail for a bazillion reasons. Uranium One, the Clinton Foundation, uh, the the uh, espionage violations of the Espionage Act, collusion, funneling money to a to a foreign intelligence operative, uh, being a part of a cover up. Uh, Giving false information to which then is used to attain warrants to spy on American citizens. Folks, this is why I'm saying to you, this is Obama Clinton gate. This is going to the highest levels of our government. And Susan Rice, who, by the way, lied about Benghazi, remember she came on TV and said the, the videos caused it, the so called videos caused it. She lied blatantly about Benghazi. She came out and said, Bo Bergdahl, that, that guy that went AWOL and several Americans were killed trying to look for him, uh, that he was an amazing person, an amazing soldier, an amazing American. Folks, all of this stinks. Why would she uh, uh, write this email two weeks after the meeting on the day of the inauguration as they're about to leave office other than to protect herself and to protect Obama? They protected Obama because they knew that, 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 that this is going to potentially come back on them. And that's what we need to pray for. We need to pray that President Trump, listen, if Jeff Sessions won't do it, President Trump get somebody else. Get rid of him and get somebody else. Because if we don't have justice, if 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 there is not justice for this scandal, which is, again, in my opinion, the largest scandal in the history of this nation. Ten times, 100 times worse than Watergate. And it goes all the way to Obama. There's no way now that Obama did not know about these things and was interfering. Folks, this is this is. There is no justice in this nation anymore. If this is not dealt with. We are now in a, a state of corruption and lawlessness. If they can get away with this. Then God help us because what else can they get away with? If they can spy on Carter Page, they can spy on you and me. If we have no rights. Then we have no rights. Our rights are under the Lord and we will stand. And we must obey God rather than man. But pray, pray, pray that justice would prevail, that the Lord would continue to expose this corruption and evil and that there will be consequences for all these people who have done such wrong, such evil, broken so many laws. It's got to be dealt with. We'll see you on the program next time. More will be coming, I am sure. This is not the end of the story. It is just the beginning. God bless you, God keep you, and please be vigilant and continue to pray for the sake of truth, for the sake of his kingdom. Thank you for listening to Truth in Love Radio with Pastor Sharam Hadian. You can visit our website, order DVDs, subscribe to our podcast, or support the ministry at www.tilproject.com. Please join us next time for another installment of Truth in Love Radio.